It's 8.35 here in Hong Kong, p.m. This human chain is supposed to be organized peacefully between 8 and 9 o'clock. A human chain that links the whole Hong Kong through the connections of the different subway stations. And as you can hear, people are bouncing energy off of each other, chanting the words from um, the Free Hong Kong movement, singing the song from Le Miserable, <laughs> their revolution moment. It's really quite interesting. Uh, I used to live in Hong Kong for 25 years, in fact, and I've never, ever felt or heard anything to this scale. And uh, I honestly don't know what to think about it because I, I understand their passion and their fears of their future, but at the same time dealing with what they're confronting. You know, the big brother is a whole nother beast. And what do they expect to get out of this? And it's kind of a, an awakening in a way for the Hong Kong youths, but at the same time, are they jeopardizing their lives here? Are they jeopardizing their futures? Are they creating a monster, really? I, I don't know. These are the questions that people have. Um, and they can't settle. They're not going to stop. They're not going to rest until something's done. But what can be done? Wow. Wow, now they're singing a Cantonese song. And this was from, I actually recognize it from an old uh, Hong Kong band um, that reflects Hong Kong's pride. It's really interesting that the whole Hong Kong, at least the youths, are united with this movement. It's like it's stirred a connectivity to all of these people in questioning where their identity is, where their freedom sits, uh, what their outlook is like. It's, it's incredible. Okay, so we are at the Human Chain, first time in Hong Kong. Uh, why are you both participating? Well, because we want to participate. Uh, we've been to quite a few uh, rallies in Hong Kong. And why is... <laughs> Why is this particular event different from the other protests from the last few weeks? Well, because we've heard a lot of different um, voices in, in the city saying that a lot of demonstrations are violent and a lot of demonstrations are illegal. So I believe right now we are trying our best as a Hong Kong citizen to show that we are in all different ways and all different platforms to show them that we want to voice out our five major requests. Which are? <laughs> well, well it's, it's, been in the, it's been in the news for, for quite a long time. So. Yes, but I live in Hawaii and a lot of people don't know what's going on here. They don't even know the difference between the different Asian countries. So <laughs> seriously, um, so how do we educate Americans what's going on here and why this is relevant to the world? Well, um, to simply put, uh, they have uh, the government has to uh, retract the extradition bill, which means that um, whoever has committed a potential crime um, that is in relation in China, then we might, uh, as Hong Kong citizens, will have the potential to get sent back to China. 
and that is something that we feel very unsafe as a Hong Kong citizen, because right now we're under one system and two law, uh, one one country and two systems. Uh, most of the Hong Kong citizens do respect that. It's just that right now um, we see the two systems are slowly deteriorating in terms of um, um, the two systems have very different legislative, um, um, I would say, policies. But do you think this will make a difference? Um, I would say it's not a. What are they saying? Well, they. <laughs> what does that mean? It's um, resolution, resolution for Hong Kong. Yeah, but when we when we say this is, we have no means of push back the existing government or push back the Chinese government. It's just a matter of we try to um, ignite most of the Hong Kong citizens who are still silent right now in the in the society to tell them that. To tell them that it's time to wake up, it's a revolution to tell them that we deserve our freedom that we have, and not to go back to the communist regime. But some people are, are afraid that this will make it worse, that this will make China push back even more because of this pro provocation to provoke them. Well, I guess we're just trying to do whatever we can do because, well, we as Hong Kongers, we've tried so many different things, you know, in so many different ways. But so far, we are getting we are getting nothing. Do you think it's particularly the younger generation who's fearing your future? And what is it your fear? What is your biggest fear? It's not just the extradition because that's just the specific cases. But what is your biggest fear just in the future of your lives in Hong Kong? Well, we have been guaranteed uh, a 50 years. Um, uh, that Hong Kong will remain unchanged for 50 years under the uh, one country, two system. But so far what we're seeing is they are trying to get the, what is it like? Um, yeah, they're trying to slowly manipulate our existing system, which has been brought down from the British government. And now that we see that through education and also through um, different kinds of uh, police enforcement, um, yeah, so we, we see a lot of different things that's been happening in the past 20 years in Hong Kong. And they're trying to gradually change us as opposed to guarantee our 50 years of unchanged society. But most of the people protesting are young, like you. How do your parents feel? Do they support you protesting or, you know, the older generation tends to be more conservative about this? I would like to say my parents are quite open-minded. Um, we've got the same kind of political views. But obviously, they would—they're um, not happy um, for well to see what's been happening in Hong Kong, and well, they are not supporting any kind of well anything illegal. So uh, things like that is fine. But this is not illegal. Well, this is not illegal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As far as I'm concerned. Yeah. But back to your question, I believe a lot of. Um, Elderly people, especially when we've been in the demonstration for the past two months, we see a lot of peaceful protests. Um, there has been a lot of elder participants, and especially uh, people of older ages do come out and purposely support us, tell us that we're not alone. Yeah. Tell me one more thing. This concept of water that people are using, that is fluid. Yeah, what is, can you explain that? Um, just. It's more like be flexible, be spontaneous. 
So there isn't an agenda for who and what is going to happen, who is going to do what. So be water, just be spontaneous and yeah, just act according to the situation. So that's more like, yeah, that's the... It's kind of a Zen concept, yeah, to be able to move and work with what you have and to be able to be flexible. No? Um, well, is that Chinese is that a Chinese concept? It's uh, yeah, Bruce Lee. It's yeah. um, it's about kung fu fighting. So be water is like you know when you pour water into a teapot, it becomes the shape of a teapot. When you pour it into a cup, it becomes the shape of a cup. So be water, just you know act according yeah. to the situation and be spontaneous. Yeah. And I see that the movement is very fluid and yeah. it's really amazing. Yeah, so I really um, admire all of you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Hello. So we're here in Hong Kong, and today is the Human Chain. How do you feel, and why are you doing this? Why are you a part of this? We have to support. Oh, we. What is the song they're singing? Do you hear the people sing? Yeah. What song? Do you hear the people sing? Revolution. Okay. Anyway, so continue. Why? Why are you participating? Uh, we have to support the people um, to for anti-extradition uh, law, and also support um, you know the free Hong Kong, and uh, waiting for more self-government uh, of Hong Kong people. Do you think this will make a difference? Yes, of course. Why? Because uh, we have to um, raise the international awareness of our Hong Kong people fighting for more um, autonomy for our people. So I live in Hawaii and many people there do not know what is going on here. What do you want them to know? Oh, we, f we fight for one country, two systems. And this promise from the Chinese government is getting eroded day by day. So we have to um, stand out and tell the people from all over um, the world that um, we have to um, get the government from China to um, uh, to keep their promise in one country, two system. To give you the freedom. Yeah, the freedom. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, okay. University of Hawaii is um, a campus where people don't really know what's going on in the world, particularly here in Hong Kong. And where are you from, and what is your position on this? Uh, I'm from the UK, um, but I work for a German broadcaster. It's very hard to give you my position because as a journalist we're meant to be impartial so I, I can't tell you that. What I can tell you is that we have seen huge numbers of people taking to the streets every weekend. This is now on its 12th week um, and despite that the momentum still seems to be pretty high. Just on Sunday 1.7 million people according to organizers took to the streets. Today we're seeing something very dramatic again with this um, Hong Kong uh, walkway, everybody holding hands through the, the length and breadth of, of Hong Kong. And it, what we're seeing today is just how this protest movement has evolved over the last few weeks. Uh, we saw all those 
violent scenes of clashes between police and protesters. We saw those scenes at the airport, which went around the world, where protesters were accused of being uh, violent. That was something that Beijing sprung on to prove their claim all along that this protest movement is, is being led by a violent uh, minority. This is really the reaction to that now. People here want to try and uh, prove that they are that they are peaceful, that they are rational, and they are continually coming up with new and more inventive ways of, of making their voices heard. And the voice is a precious thing, and we take it for granted when you are taking it away. And I think, I, from my understanding, after talking to some local kids, is that they that's their biggest fear. Um, so being from the Western world, we don't have those issues. Do you think this is going to make a difference? <laughs> uh, people are listening. They are, but... It's, it's kind of hard. I, d I don't want to make a judgment call as right. a sort of okay. as, a, as a journalist. So it's kind okay. of hard to say. Is that? Have you got enough? Because I, I okay, sure. Sorry, all right, I appreciate sorry. that. No, yeah, sorry. Thank, no, you. No, thank, no, you. No. thank you. Thank you. Thank. Hi. So um, here we are in, I guess, Causeway Bay, yeah. uh, and this very eventful human chain movement. And I hear a lot of noise, a lot of good spirit. Now you're on the press side, correct? Yes. How do you feel about this? Um, it, it's. I mean, it's part. It feels like we're witnessing history. It's a big. Um, turnout and um, I'm glad today has so far turned out peaceful um, and it's really encouraging to see all the messages. Have you have. witnessed the violent uh, protests in the last few weeks? I have not. I actually don't work in Hong Kong. I've been sent in to support the Hong Kong staff because they've been exhausted over the last two months yeah. working, covering the protests. How do you think the world is understanding this? You know, because everything is based on what they see in the news and people are criticizing some for being fake news or, you know, uh, cited. So what's your opinion on that? Um, <laughs> um, I think in general, at least the Western world is quite supportive of the Hong Kong. Um, I think some people have been taken back by what happened at the airport. Um, Can you explain that a little bit for people who don't know what happened? Uh, some protesters uh, tied up a Global Times reporter um, about a week ago. And it was pretty brutal. I think some people were kicking him and there were video Was footages. he accused of being a spy or something like that? Yes, from my uh, friends in Hong Kong, what I've heard is that um, he lied about not being, he lied that he wasn't a reporter and he was carrying a t-shirt in his backpack that said, I love Hong Kong police, um, which I think some protesters have told me they recognize were their way of egging them on. Um, and yeah, I think they, uh, many protesters say they have witnessed police, undercover police um, and spies from mainland China. Uh, I haven't been here, so I don't know. Where, where are you from? I am originally from Japan, but I am stationed in Beijing. Okay. So, so as a journalist, how difficult is it to be neutral and to not have bias? How does that work? You know, do you have to, I mean, it's natural to have a position on something, right? Yes. Uh, we're a news agency, so in general, we have very straightforward writing. Uh, we just report the facts. Um, we're not a newspaper. We don't color our writing. Um, so it's, it's pretty simple for me as a working for a news agency right. as opposed to a newspaper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But have you, you see the impact this is having on the world. Yeah. Do you have any concerns just as a, as a youth growing up in this 
time and age. I, I definitely feel for the Hong Kong people. Um, I think they're in a very tricky situation. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I feel I have lots of friends in Hong Kong. I've heard what they personally believe and I feel for them. Um, but you're based in Beijing, so do you sense any animosity over there or is it actually just all the focus over here and that things get distorted because of, again, how things filter through? I mean, in the news, you know, you watch CCTV, you watch CGTN, the state-run media, the newspapers. It is very, very colored in putting the Hong Kongers as a violent protesters who are radical. And I think both sides are being pitted against each other. I don't yeah, think it, it's yeah. just divided people so tremendously, which is quite sad because it's complex and we're all we're all the same people. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I completely agree. How do you think this is going to play out? I Just I can't as say neutral, as a neutral, neutral young. Um, I think the Hong Kongers are in a very difficult situation. It's very hard to imagine the Chinese central government backing down. It is not in their history. It is not in their policy. It would weaken their legitimacy as the Communist Party. But at the, at the same time, these passionate protesters, there's no way, there's there's no turning back now. They're not going to just give up at this point, right? That's my understanding from talking to protesters. It'd be interesting to see as school begins what will happen. Right. They are on summer holidays, most yeah. of the students. And it's interesting that some of the, I've, I've learned that some universities, they don't even have a voice. They won't even say what they should do, like their position on this. I, guess I would I could see that as teachers um, and people from academia it's hard to tell your students not to voice your opinions um, especially the way these students were brought up in Hong Kong as a neutral journalist do you have any just any suggestions on people who outside in the world who don't understand this to how to approach and try to understand it because where there are you know very distorted versions on both sides perhaps through media how do we how do we try to truly understand a situation i mean i think it's just not not just this, these protests but in general and, exactly. and even around the world i could say read read you know the coverage from both sides um, the way news is delivered these days you see the news that you want to see so if you know that you're reading liberal news read the other side um, always Know, just try to read and listen to as many opinions as possible so that you can form your own opinion um, and if you have the chance talk to the people from those areas um, I mean that's what news is trying to do for you if you can't get there but um, yeah people to people exchange I think is the way to understand each other that's um, great yeah. no that's perfect thank you so much thank you for your time Famous, famous song in Hong Kong. Uh, we used to sing in our protest to, to say that we want freedom and then we, we want democracy, something like that. Who, what, the, what is this? Who is the singer? The uh, there is a famous Hong Kong band called Beyond. Yeah, I think 
Do, do you know Beyond? I've heard of them, yeah. So they represent freedom. Yes, kind, kind of freedom. It is not really related to politics, but uh, it is the, they want freedom. So this is a song of freedom. So we sing this song as well as Do You Hear the People Sing as well. Yes, I heard that uh, one. Yeah. Yes, yes. And you have a sign that says Say No to Tyranny. Yes. What is that in Chinese? Uh, okay, and, and who, what do you mean by that? What do you want to change? Um, we, are, we are facing a very great force from China so that the society in Hong Kong is getting worse in terms of the freedom, in terms of the system or what. We want, we want change, we want freedom. Do you think that can happen? Um, as long as we fight for them, it might happen. I believe so. Okay. Thank you. Good luck. Thank you very much. I'm here in Hong Kong at this human chain. First time in Hong Kong, right? Why are you participating? Uh, we are participating to um, uphold our own deserved freedom and justice uh, uh, because um, the government has been uh, ignoring our demands despite having multiple peaceful uh, protests involving millions of people uh, that has grown and uh, uh, raised in Hong Kong. Is it because you feel your future is jeopardized? Are you worried about how things will go when you, in the future? Yes, definitely. Uh, it is sad to see that the police has, um, seen, has been seeing us as uh, um, probably um, has been against us basically we have uh, quite a lot of uh, evidence or uh, rumors that the police has been beating up um, protesters has been um, releasing tear gas in communities that uh, uh, there are a lot of kids and uh, elderly people living in and uh, we are thinking that um, our freedom to raise our voice our freedom uh, uh, our security and also uh, our justice has been jeopardized um, because the government has been ignoring us. And Hong Kong used to be one of the safest places, correct? Do you feel like it's always, it's very, it's changed, like it will never be like the way it was before? Uh, do you think it can ever go back to how Hong Kong was? I, I, I think this, can, I mean, um, after this movement, everything's totally changed. So cannot be, I mean, cannot go back as same as before June, because of the uh, violence and abuse from the government, different kinds of violence and abuse from the government, from the police. So um, actually, we don't know how to, what, what, what will be the movements going on. But of course, everything totally changed. Maybe this movement wakes somebody, more people uh, we got more people that to think about the future, think about the one country, two system, yeah, everything about the political, which uh, used to be uh, most of the Hong Kong people exploit. Yeah. What is your biggest fear? My biggest fear is that I cannot go to the streets without having my mask on. Um, because you see today that a lot of us are wearing masks because uh, we are afraid that um, uh, cameras may be taking photo of us. Uh, we might be in danger when we cross the border to China. There's been rumors uh, uh, that uh, yeah um, that the border between China uh, between Hong Kong and Shenzhen, um, the people crossing the ha uh, crossing the uh, the border has been detained um, because uh, 
um, they might have pro um, they might have protesters despite them being peaceful protesters they have been detained uh, without good reason and um, they've been forced to um, uh, give out their social account uh, social media accounts and uh, to forced to apologize for having uh, joined in in our protests and uh, I don't I Frankly, I don't want this to happen. Yeah, but it's happening. But, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a it's it's a real fear. It's a real fear. It's happening. How do your parents feel about you protesting? Yeah, I didn't touch this area with my family because they totally don't understand what we are doing and what we are fighting for, and they just believe that if you don't do any if you don't do anything wrong, then this will not happen on you but this is not the truth you know even though when you just actually we have the freedom to protest or yeah we have our own freedom but how if we the freedom lost then what what should we do even though i i don't i can't imagine if this is even breathing is we, we cannot breathing if the government is not allowed we breathe how do you feel about the police though? Police are all following orders. There's so much uh, criticism about them, but do you ever think about their position and how they feel having to fight for their jobs? But I think the majority of Hong Kong people are not against individual police officers. We're against the police force, which uh, is not um, upholding the justice. Uh, we are against them uh, who, um, uh, who despite concrete evidence that the police has been uh, using excessive violence and uh, uh, arresting people who are peacefully um, raising their voices. They have done no action at all to evaluate themselves and uh, we are also angry that the government has been trying uh, um, has been trying to uh, has been always uh, rejecting our demand that there should be an, ind ind uh, an independent unbiased investigation uh, about uh, police brutality. We're not against individual police officers. Yeah. So back to America. America is famous for being a place for freedom and the freedom of expression. What do you have to say based on your experience now to the university students and all the young people in America who don't really understand what this is all about or they think they do but they don't really. You know, it's quite complex. Right. Um, I want to stress that um, for Hong Kong people, we are not fighting for independence. We just want our own um, uh, justice and freedom, which we deserve. We want um, the government uh, to honor one country, two system, uh, honor uh, the great uh, the, the autonomy that uh, Hong Kong uh, is supposed to have, which the Chinese government has been uh, uh, yeah ha has been uh, yeah taking uh, taking from us. Yeah, that's all. That's all we want. Yeah. You want to add anything else to that? No. <laughs> what is this song everybody is singing? What is the song? Uh, Who yeah, do you hear the people sing? Yeah, uh, yeah from um, the from Le Mid Yeah, oh, the revolution song. Yeah, the okay. Revolution song. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you feel proud to be part of a, a movement that hasn't been he here in Hong Kong for for a long time? I will not say that I'm proud to be one of them unless we win the whole I mean unless we win or unless but what does that mean to win like how, I mean, how, what I, I, wait. 
We just want to have the response from the government, even though you are not um, agree with all the all five major demands. But at least you need to respond. Yeah. So they're not they're not responding at all. That's they're what you're not saying. Responding and basically treating us as idiots. Yes, yes. that's what the government has been doing. Okay. Well, I, I honor, I respect all of you for your movements and I wish you all the luck. Thank you. Yeah. Thank, you. Thank you. This is Crystal in the heart of Hong Kong, Causeway Bay. There's so much stimulation here. Not only are there people flooding the streets, but this is an amazing human chain event where people come together to support the uh, freedom movement, if you will, as you can hear. They're all saying, support Hong Kong's freedom. Gayo means to add oil. Add oil is a way of saying to add to, I guess, add to the heat of this movement. Really, truly seeing the pulse of Hong Kong through this connective line of, of humans. It's called the human chain, uh, based off of an, a Balkan uh, movement where people joined in solidarity by standing next to each other and connecting the entire place with their support. It's amazing how this is organized though. One girl mentioned the concept of water, Bruce Lee's water. They can come out and be present and then they can like disappear when the police come or, or they're threatened and they'll just like disappear and they'll resurface somewhere else. Uh, but this is one movement that's uniting everybody to the surface for the first time, connecting all the different areas in Hong Kong, Kowloon side, Hong Kong side, new territories. It's just, it really is an awakening and a questioning of, of, of who they are and who they wanna be. And they've never had this question before, this doubt, this threat to this extent. It's just, I, I feel for them. <laughs>